Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 11 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of October 23rd, 2017. I am your host, Scott Barrett, here with my co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how is it going? It is going very well at the time that this episode is released. I should be in Walt Disney World if everything goes right. (laughs) And uh, I plan to post on our Instagram account and our Twitter account. So come say hello if you want to follow along. If not, then... You know, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so this episode, we're going to have some fun, and uh, we're going to take a day at Epcot, and we're going to kind of talk about how we may uh, tour the park differently, or maybe the same. We very well could tour it the same. I don't know. I doubt it. When <laughs> I, <laughs> when I told my husband what we were recording about tonight, he, he actually saw it on my calendar. And we had titled it One Day in Epcot. And he's been singing One Night in Bangkok, but with Epcot. And so now <laughs> I can only think of that. Do you know that song? <laughs> I don't. You've yeah. never heard One Night in Bangkok? It uh, doesn't ring a bell. I'm sure I have, but it doesn't ring a bell. I'm, uh, I'm going to insert it right now in the <laughs> editing. We'll, we'll put it in the, in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, a day at Epcot. We're going to spend one full day at Epcot. We're not going back to the room. We're going full force, oh, 100%. Really? <laughs> I have, I'm going back to the room in my notes. You are? <laughs> hey, yeah, but it's very brief. It's very brief. It's very okay. brief. And it has a purpose. <laughs> well, then, okay, you start us off. What time are you getting there? Uh, I'm there at Rope Drop. So, first of all, let's start off where I'm staying. So, you know, this is like sort of my dream thing here, right? I'm blue skying it. So, I have all the money in the world. I'm staying at like Beach Club or something. Nice. So, basically, we're getting up, you know, crack of dawn, ready for Rope Drop, International Gateway. We're, we're heading over there pretty darn early. We're walking. We're sauntering, you know, up and over the bridge. And there we are, ready to go. So, that's so you're there for Rope Drop. Oh, yeah. At International Gateway. Which has a, a different uh, walk to some of the major attractions, different lengths. That it does. And I guess before we move on from that, I need to know, what are your three advanced Fast Pass Pluses that you made for the day? Okay, so it's Fast Passes. It's always a little tough, but I think about what my kids want first. Uh, so we have Frozen Ever After, Test Track, and Spaceship Earth. Okay, I have to burst your bubble for a second here. Okay. Uh, Test Track and Frozen Ever After are both Group 1 or Tier 1 Fast Passes. So you can only select one of the two. I know. Oh, man. I know. Disney, they just, they get you on that one. So which one would you prefer, Test Track or Frozen Ever After? Uh, Test Track. Okay, so you're foregoing Frozen Ever After Fast Pass Plus. So let's do this. In favor of Test Track. Be my vacation planner for a minute. What would you recommend (laughs) I use instead of Frozen Ever After? I personally would always recommend either Frozen Ever After or Soren. Okay. As your if you're going to ride Soren. Uh as your fast pass. Mostly because Test Track has a single rider queue. So if there was ever a long queue for that attraction, you could jump in the single rider queue and knock it out pretty quickly. Also, Test Track tends to have fast pass pluses towards the end of the day. So if you wanted to use your rolling fourth you're much more likely to get that one than Frozen Ever After. Gotcha. And Soren's queue is just painful to me. And that's one of the reasons why I tend to recommend that one. Because it just, there's just not a lot to look at. And um, 
it, it has the game, but you're basically just a herd of cattle going past the big screens. <laughs> and uh, and I'm just not a, a huge fan of that queue. Uh, I like to just get in there as quickly as I can and, and get out. Right, Whereas well, I think I can deal with, with the test track and the frozen queue a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. We don't typically ride Soren when we go to Disney World because we, uh, we have it in California. So... So anyway, I've already failed my family, so this is good. This is a good way to start my day at Epcot. <laughs> Whatever. I've already failed we, my family. We haven't gotten to where we haven't gotten to the first attraction anyway yet. So, okay, so you're gonna go with Test Track? Is that what we've decided on? Yeah, Test Track and Spaceship Earth, and then. Uh, and then your third one will be. Yeah, we'll do Living with the Land. Okay. Okay. Solid. So, Test Track, Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land. Yes, ma'am. So where are you headed first when you walk into the park? Okay. So we head in and we uh, we loop around down towards, uh, uh, well, we head, to, we head to Norway. We head to Frozen Ever After. It's the first ride we ride. Yes. Amen. First totally thing we do. And we we like to walk. So, I mean, Fro- Frozen Ever, Norway is almost in the center from International Gateway, whether you go left or right. We typically go right. So we go past France and Morocco because we like to look at those pavilions as we walk by them more than like... The UK and Canada and the entrance to future world and all that stuff. So we head that Plus way. Plus it's empty in the morning and it's gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. So we head that way and we head to Norway and we get in line for Frozen Ever After. So that's that's it. That's the first one. We bang that we get that out of the way. I will put in I will put a pause there and we will start your day and then we can compare them as we go through them in parallel. Oh my gosh, I love it. So I am pretending like I'm not staying at one of the boardwalk resorts and I will be entering through the main entrance and I'm rope dropping it. I'm getting there at least 30 minutes before park opening, which is usually around 9 a.m. I'm assuming no extra magic hours. And my three fast pass pluses are going to be frozen ever after living with the land and the seas for the day. Okie dokie. And when I rope drop it, we're going directly to Soren. Sworn around the world, as it's called nowadays, because like I said, I don't like to wait in that queue. Let's get that sucker over with. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's where that's where we're starting. We're gonna be try to be close to the front of the line. And we're gonna go directly to soaring around the world and get that over with. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. Okay, what are you doing after after you see our friend Olaf in uh, Frozen Ever After? We're getting food somewhere. Because now, yeah, now it's early and the kids are awake and everyone's stomach's grumbling. I need coffee or I'm going to be a mad person uh, or cranky, I should say. So we're getting food somewhere. I don't know. I, heck, it could be school bread. It could be, I don't know, something. We typically just kind of look around and if something kind of makes our stomachs sound happy, then we grab it. And it could be anything from, you know, a Danish to a pretzel to school bread or, you know, it could be ice cream. I don't know. It's vacation. <laughs> Man, I love it. You're so chill about your plans. We really are. We we t- like I said. I know I've mentioned this a lot in the past. We tend to just kind of, you know, we plan but loosely plan. We kind of just kind of go with what we feel. And you know, we may not be fully optimized, but we don't care. So that's just the way we we are. So we grab some food, we grab some coffee, and we just keep walking up and around towards Mexico. And uh, we'll get on the Grand Fiesta tour as we digest our food. A nice, easy, relaxing ride. The girls love the three caballeros, and uh, you know we won't get That's sick. That's a perfect place to digest a meal. I 100% yeah. agree with that. Absolutely. And then we uh, we kind of pick out the tequila that we're going to have later in the day when we come back. <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> I like your train of thought. So after we ride Soren, we're gonna head directly across Innovations Plaza. And we're going to hit test track in the standby line. So hopefully at that point in time, the wait is still under 20 minutes. So we should be able to get uh, on that attraction and off within 30 to 40 minutes. That's not bad. And then, yeah, not bad. Yeah, I don't, I didn't know it would stay. So I've never been over there that early in the morning. I had no idea it stays that light. Um, You know, you get a chance to actually get on Soren and then head over there and it still could be under 20 minutes. That's pretty good. So you guys are riding test track as your second thing. That's pretty cool. You guys eat breakfast yet or not quite yet? That's what I'm going to do after that. Okay. Probably a good idea to do it after. 
<laughs> yeah, we're going to go and meet Anna and Elsa. And while we wait in the queue, we're going to eat some uh, school bread. Maybe um, a cloudberry horn. Um, Lefsa. Who knows? Whatever tickles our fancy. It's always school bread for me, though. That's a, that's a must-do. So, so I, I'm going to grab some treats from Kringla Bakery Og Cafe. And gonna stand in line to meet Anna and Elsa probably about a 30 minute wait at that point and I don't mind it because I like the Royal Summer Host I like the way it looks and um, I think that they it's an awesome meet and greet uh, they're so good at what they do there they're, they take so much time with everyone it's totally worth seeing them I think sure so. that's that's right. awesome. I mean, only 30 minutes. I mean, and you're eating breakfast and, you know, your kid gets to see uh, the characters. You can't beat that. Oh, definitely. That's just, that's my uh, school bread break. And then my daughter gets to see Anna and Elsa and we're good to go. So what are you doing after you get off the Grand Fiesta Tour? So after we get off the Grand Fiesta Tour, we uh, we keep heading towards... Uh, you know, we keep heading towards Future World. So we head, head into Future World. And if my, my family is up to it, and they haven't been yet <laughs> in a couple of trips, I'd like to take them on Mission Space. They have never been on that. I love that ride. Oh, you guys are brave. And I've done, you know, I've done the, the, the super side, the, not the, 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 the beginner side, the milder one, the green one, or whatever it is. I've done the heavy duty one, and I love it. Orange. Yes, orange. I love it, but my family's not into it. So if they say no... Um, then, uh, we may, we probably end up just kind of walking around down there maybe walking through a few shops and, and continuing on. And, uh, you know, I don't know, it's kind of up in the air. Um, you know, in the past we've done Ellen's energy adventure on, on this sort of tour, but you know, that's, we can't really do that anymore. Um, <laughs> it's gone. And that takes up, I mean, that's a full hour of your day. It is. So if they're not into that, we, we move on to the next piece that we really like. And it's probably one of the kids' favorite areas in all of Epcot, and that is uh, the Seas with Nemo and Friends, and then the aquarium after that. Uh, they absolutely love this ride. They love the queue, so if there's a, someone of a line, not a big deal for them. They love the, the walking you know, from the beach to under the pier and into the water, and just, they just love the ride. It reminds them a lot of the, the Little Mermaid ride in Disneyland. Um, and when you come out of there and you're in the aquarium area, we could spend 30 to 60 minutes in there easy. And I've got an 11 and 14 year old and they just, they, they'll sit for out for an hour and just watch the fish. So anyway, that's, that's sort of the next big thing for us that we typically do. I love it in there too, especially upstairs when you go down the long hallway, the tunnel area yeah. and you make it to the end and it can occasionally be very quiet back there. Not very many people. You can just chill out and stare at the fishies all day. It's just so relaxing. So nice. Um, so yeah, so that's it. What about you? So after we meet Anna and Elsa, I'm going to assume this is when my Fast Pass Plus for Frozen Ever After is. So we're going to hit Frozen Ever After after that and then head back toward Mexico. And we're going we're gonna to do like a a pre-lunch snack. <laughs> We're going to sit down and have some queso at La Cava, get maybe one of the avocado margaritas and chill out there for like 30 minutes and then let our tummies settle by making a, a tour on the Grand Fiesta tour, kind of like you did. So, you know, great minds. Great idea. It's a great idea. All right, so you've done the seas. So we've done what? the seas. We come out and uh, we're we're hungry again. It's it's lunchtime, and we don't you know we don't have lunch reservations. So you know we, we'll go find you know some sort of counter service, and that could be in the you know again my kids are pretty picky, so um, we typically you know there's I guess there's the place you know living with the land area. Uh, what is it? Sunshine Plaza. Sunshine Seasons. Uh, or Seasons, yes. sorry. Sunshine Sunshine mm -hmm. Plaza is a little something else. <laughs> Sunshine Seasons. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll typically go over there and, and grab some some food out of the fridge, like a salad or a sandwich or something. Just something kind of light because we typically have, you know, an early-ish heavy dinner set up uh, later in the day. So, And the kids like to snack on, again, treats and, and things. So, you know, a salad or sandwich, you know, and that kind of leaves us there for, uh, for our next Fast Pass, which is living with the land. 
Oh, nailed it. Thanks to my vacation planner. So, no. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> so, after I leave Mexico, I'm gonna, I'm heading over to the Seas with Nemo. But on the way there, I have to stop at Club Cool. That's like a rule. Anytime I go by Club Cool, I have to stop in there, have a quick uh, drink of the Pineapple Fanta, watch people trying the Beverly <laughs> and laughing. Um, so I have to hit that. And then we're going to go do the Seas with Nemo um, with our second Fast Pass Plus. And, of course, we'll chill out in that uh, aquarium area. We probably spend about 15, 20 minutes in there on average before we go and, and have lunch like you. And we're, we're doing the same thing. We're headed over to Sunshine Seasons. We really enjoy it. There's a nice variety. You can get some good stick-to-your-ribs food if you want to or something light. You can do salads, sandwiches. You can do Asian, like, Mongolian beef. You can do a really good pork dish with mashed potatoes if you want to do that. And then they have awesome treats in there. So everybody can choose what they want. And this is sort of our late lunch since we had a, a midday snack with our queso. <laughs> that sounds yummy. Oops. And, uh, yeah, it's just you like food. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I, I can think of. You like food. I do. It's like, yeah, it's a problem. So truly. <laughs> we had the kids. You brought up Beverly. We had the kids try Beverly for the first time this last trip, and uh, they had no idea what it was. And I just handed them two cups and said, drink it. And they chugged it. And, man, was it fun as a dad to watch. They chugged it? Oh, yeah. Oh, they had no idea what it was. just ruined their trust. Oh, yeah, I did. And, <laughs> well, it was definitely worth it. Did they cringe? Yeah, they cringed. One almost said she wanted to throw up. But, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, that's what we do as parents. It was worth it. it I, worth I forced it. it on my daughter when she was, what, like 13 months? <laughs> I mean, she couldn't even talk yet. And I said, here, have a sip. There you go. And, of course, she made the best pucker face. And I was like, <laughs> I am such a good mom here. That's awesome. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, okay, you've done living with the land. We your your belly's with... full from lunch. You've done living yep. with the land. Now, where are you going? Yep. So we're gonna leave Future World. So we don't. We're not a big. Like I said before, we're not huge on Soren. We we do it enough in Disneyland. Um, we did the Nemo stuff, which makes the kids super happy. So we're just gonna kind of go see Epcot World Showcase. So we'll head back out, and we head back the way we came in. So we'll hit Mexico. My wife and I will grab a margarita somewhere um, to walk around with because we have to have some drinks. It's it's that time of the day. Um, yes. So we'll do that. We'll walk through, uh, walk there and get some drinks and we'll head back to Norway. And, you know, the kids want to walk through the church or some of the things that you can see that aren't really attractions, but are more, you know, just kind of visual walk around, read some plaque kind of things. And we head down to China and, and China, um, it's the same thing. We kind of like walk around slowly, look at all the beautiful stuff there. Um, and then we, we head into Reflections of China. Sort of, you know, if it's warm, it gets us out of the heat, gives us a chance to sort of relax. Um, and I'm big on making my kids watch all these movies, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. All the dad shows. It's all the dad shows, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's sort of the next big thing we'll do is uh, we'll hit China and, and kind of explore that a little bit and, and do our thing there. Is, is it closed yet? I mean, I know it is closing, but... I don't know. It's a good question. I I hope it's not closed yet because I love it. And I love the musical score in that so much. It's awesome. It's one of those soundtracks that you know I listen to all the time at home while I'm working or just something in the background. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Wikipedia says it's still operational, so you know it's true. There you go. It's on the internet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> our bellies are full at uh, Sunshine Seasons and... We have a fast pass plus for living with the land. So we're going to do that. We love living with the land. I know it's that is another good dad attraction, but it does have a couple of like faux animatronics, couple of animatronics toward the beginning of the attraction that my daughter is interested in. And once we get into the greenhouse and you see some of the giant fruits and veggies, like the nine pound lemon, she's into that. Or I like <laughs> to pretend like she's into it. Um, <laughs> and of course, I love all the hidden mickeys well you see like the epcot logo in the lettuce and same with the uh the different hidden mickeys in the different sections of that attraction i just i love it so we're definitely doing that 
And then after that, we're on our way to World Showcase, like you. We're, we're actually going to go counterclockwise around World Showcase for our afternoon. And we are going to hit the um, Imagination Pavilion on the way there. We love looking at the leapfrog fountains there. And we also enjoy the journey into imagination with Figment. Again, that is another cheesy ride. And a lot of people are kind of anti that attraction because they removed the original Dreamfinder. But I like Eric Idle and I still like the attraction and we, we're still going to do it. And my daughter, every time at the end when the lights go down and the lights come back up and you, sh- you see multiple figments and rainbows and sparkles, she's always in shock every time. And it's so much fun to watch her. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's, that's great. It's great to see the kids get all excited about stuff like that. Definitely. Okay, so you just finished Reflections of China. Yes, so we move out of China. We're, you know, we're feeling good. We move out of China and we keep moving down that same direction towards Germany. Uh, We just kind of walk around Germany, maybe grab a beer. Uh, It's a good time to grab a beer, Uh, maybe a treat for the kids if they're looking for something. We keep heading down until uh, we hit Italy, which we don't, we're not huge fans of that pavilion. We don't, you know, it's, we just kind of look at it and say, yay, it's kind of nice. Until we get to American Adventure. And that's uh, that's a big one for us. The kids like that that attraction. There's bathrooms there. <laughs> um, we're ready to go. They're so nice. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that's like the one place the kids remember going to the bathroom. It's like, okay, we're going there. Um, and then, you know, there's just the actual. We could totally do an episode about the best bathrooms in all of Disney parks. <laughs> oh, we will. It's because been, you had really opinions good. about the best bathrooms at Disneyland. Like when I, I think I sent a couple of snaps and you were like, oh, yeah, that's some of my favorite bathrooms. And I was like, yes. <laughs> there, are, there are some great bathrooms at Disneyland. There's some Hidden bathrooms or some ones absolutely avoid. So uh, yeah, we'll, we should that do a bathroom episode. That is so here. funny. I love it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, then we hit the Ameri- you know we hit the American Adventure and uh, we we watch that show again. It, it gets us sitting down, nice cool area. You know, at this point we've got a margarita and a beer in us, so we're probably feeling nice and relaxed. And uh, you know, my kids think this attraction's a little little creepy um they also think you know hall of presidents is a little creepy and i think it, for them it's kind of like the same thing but uh i love this attraction um again I, this is like a this is a dad attraction right it's oh like yeah great moments with mr lincoln in disneyland it's a dad attraction it is a good dad attraction <laughs> you know? and uh do, do your children stay awake do, does the whole family stay awake in this one That's so my question I, I, my wife dozes off uh my oldest daughter looks bored and i think dozes off my youngest one it's hard to tell. She doesn't really fall asleep through much. So even when she's bored, she just gets antsy. She starts like picking at her hands and stuff. It's supposed to going <laughs> to sleep. She fidgets. That's a great word. Yes, she fidgets. And you know, you can tell it's almost like, okay, is this over yet? Is it over yet? Is it? And then the next thing comes up, is it over yet? Is it over yet? No. Um, uh. You know, eh. I don't know. They, again, I love that attraction. It's it's a way for for me to force my kids to to get some education. And, off we go. I know. I love that attraction. And if it's day one of my trip, I'm awake through the whole thing. If I've hit the 72 hour wall and it's like day three or four and I'm really tired, even though I still love it, I'm still going to doze off. It's too comfortable in there. The seats are nice. It's so dark and cozy. I mean, it's, I'm going to doze off. But there's just no way around it. <laughs> but I still love it. Can't help it. All right. So that's where we are. So right. right now we're sitting in, uh, we're sitting in American Adventure. Where are you? I, uh, I'm leaving the Imagination Pavilion and headed into World Showcase, again, counterclockwise. So we're going to hit Canada and we're going to see O Canada first. Circle Vision film, it's very funny. It's probably the most entertaining for a younger generation among all of the dad attractions in World Showcase. So uh, we're going to go there first. I love that pavilion. I love exploring it. I love the water features in the back. I love the, um, they call it Victoria Gardens. That kind of looks like Bouchard Gardens. It's gorgeous. And, of course, if we, you know, happen upon some maple candy while we're in there, we might have to sample some of that as well. But we're definitely going to see old Marty Short in O Canada. Nice, O Canada. I like that one. It's a good one. It is, and it's Martin Short. Uh, Come on. I grew up with Martin yeah. Short, right? 80s, 90s kid. He's the best. He's still around. He's still kicking. He's still hilarious. He does amazing voiceover work. Love him. 
Okay, where are you going after American Adventure? All right, so we come out and we continue moving around that big body of water over to Japan, which hands down, now that my kids have suffered through dad's American Adventure, now they get to go shopping at the, what is it, the Mitsokoshi department store, which to them is, aside from a few attractions and whatnot, is probably the best thing to do in in World Showcase. We spend probably 30 to 40 minutes in this store. Um, And as I've mentioned in prior episodes, when we go on these trips, we give our kids uh, debit cards, or not debit cards, but gift cards that have money on them, and they get to budget their own souvenir expenses. And so they typically... They know we're going to Epcot and we're going to the store. They typically do not spend any money until we go to the store first. <laughs> I mean, you could shop in there for hours, and I'm not even into shopping. Oh, sure. I mean, it, everything is, you know, is from the Japanese culture. My wife loves this shop. She is a huge manga and anime fan, and so she can find everything from hats to hoodies and T-shirts to stuffed animals and books and everything that you know has to do with the stories and 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 art that she absolutely loves. My kids are now getting into that with my oldest daughter getting into a lot of anime, my younger daughter reading, you know, manga for young people, um, I guess more uh, visual books, but um, it's huge for them. And then for my youngest one, the biggest thing is just the Pokemon. She is a Pokemon encyclopedia and the amount of Pokemon that is in the store is absolutely insane. We found stuffed animals that she has been looking for and has not been able to find for, you know, obscure Pokemon characters and, and whatnot. So, uh, our last trip was a, was a very successful, uh, store haul for her. Um, <laughs> so, so this place, yeah, we, we, we roam around this place for at least 30 to 40 minutes. Um, you know, at the back of the store where you check out, they've got Japanese snacks back there. Highly recommend the wasabi peas. Um, it's a great, great, great snack. Um, you know, we try to get the kids to, to eat some of like the dried shrimp and squid and stuff, and they they won't they won't go for it. But uh, I try. I'm not brave enough either. I I can't do it either. <laughs> but I try every time. And then there's just a lot of. I mean, there's so many things there. I wish I could just buy like gorgeous. You know. pottery and tea sets and and everything from, you know, samurai swords, katanas, and uh, it's silk robes. I mean, it's crazy the amount of stuff uh, that that they have in the shop. Anyway, one of the best shops, I think, in all of Disney World. I agree. And how much do you love watching Pick a Pearl? Oh, it's great. And I heard they recently have expanded it into its own larger um, sort of self-contained section within the store uh, because it is so popular. I love watching people do it. We could sit there. Uh, And people, I mean, people go bananas over it. And I just love, you know, they get the drums out. It becomes like a huge deal. Uh And uh, I I love being there for the big reveal when people are picking their pearls. And occasionally someone will get a black pearl. It's awesome. And it's so special and exciting. They get to put it in in their own setting if they'd like. And it's so much fun. It really is. It's great. All right. So I'm shopping. I'm spending money. What are you up to? Uh, after I, I'm going on all the dad show tour as well. Um, I, I just finished with O Canada. I'm headed toward France and I think I'll get some, some ice cream for my daughter at Lardison's de Gloss. And then for myself, I'll probably grab a Grey Goose Citron slush at the kiosk before we head in and watch Impressions de France, one of my all-time favorite in-park films ever. Musical score is perfection, and I just adore it. If If the screens were seamless, it would be basically perfect, because you get to sit and I love sitting. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's one of my faves. So that's where we're going next. All right. So you're at Impressions de France, and I am close to that. So uh, we're done shopping. So what do we do when we're done shopping? Well, we need to go find some more snacky food and, and drinks. <laughs> so so we head of out of course. Japan, and we keep heading the same direction back towards um, <clears throat> back towards the gateway, and we pass Morocco. Kids aren't really big on the Morocco stuff. Wife's not huge on the Morocco stuff. We kind of browse through the shops real fast, uh, catch some of the wonderful smells, and, and, and move on to France. So we're right where you are. And But wait a second. Have you ever eaten at the Tangerine Cafe? So I have not. Um, no one in my family. Are you into that? I, I am personally. No one else in my family is. So it's 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 tough for me to uh, try to eat that. Okay. 
I get it. So now we're in France, and I like the slushy that you recommended. You recommended it to me on my last trip, and it was very, very good. So I will go for it's that. It's good. Again. It's not too sweet. It's refreshing. I, I'm a fan. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, that's that's just another small little adult beverage for my wife and I, and then. And then before we head into Oppressions de France, uh, you know, we've got to feed the kids some more treats. And we go into a wonderful little place that I'm sure I cannot pronounce. Les Halles Bolognare Patisserie. Les Halles. Mm-hmm. Les Halles. Okay. So I don't speak French, as you can tell. Um, if it was Italian. Uh, I oh, do. I don't either. <laughs> I think I'm. I think that's how you say it. So I'm sure we're butchering the language, but we still we're going to eat the food. So I call that's it all that matters. World showcases France treats galore. I love that place. Um, you know, the the most popular thing for for my family is the macaroons. Um, you know, they've got champagne in there. They've got. I mean, you name it, they've got it. If it's a sweet. Uh, pastries, eclairs, all that stuff. So we go in there and we we grub pretty hard on <laughs> treats and have a nice drink. And then we head in and absolutely watch Impressions de France. And I will say this. Yes, it's a dad film, but my kids actually like this film a lot. They do. Oh, that makes me so happy. They because do. Yeah, there's no way. In While I'm planning this and I'm saying that I'm going to all these places – and sometimes I'm assuming my daughter's with me and sometimes I'm not. Like in this instance, there's no way she'd sit through this. Sure. I mean, she's tiny. Uh, so I'm assuming that uh, that she was not with me at that moment. Well, <laughs> 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 um, uh, I'm hoping that when she gets a little bit older that she'll understand and appreciate it. Sure. She will at some point. Or yeah, maybe when she's a dad. When she's <laughs> 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 All right, so hey, we found each other. We're both in the movie. This is awesome. So we yeah, say, that's we amazing. Say we, and, we met in France, yeah, we and met in France. <laughs> and you're still headed. You're headed the other direction, and I'm headed toward American Adventure. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's what that's where I'm going next. Okay, I, I want to see the Voices of Liberty. They usually sing Rocky Top at some point, which I'm a ball for life. So I get excited about that. And then I'm going to go see American adventure and I will likely doze off a little bit. If this is my third or fourth day at Walt Disney world, but I'm still going to love it and I'm still going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and then right after that, we're going to go have dinner at Vianopoli. Okay. One of my faves. I love their pizzas. I, you know, they, I don't know how authentic it is. It seems pretty close to me. I really like the big ovens. All the servers there are so friendly and big flirts. All of them are. And it's hilarious. And I love it. It's <laughs> great. So, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> women and men, they're flirting like crazy with everybody at the table. And I'm just, I'm living for it. Um, and so we'll probably have some of the um, arancini. Those are the, the deep fried cheesy rice balls. We're going to tear some of those up. And have a big pie, big pizza pie, maybe some pasta to share around the table. And uh, yeah, that's where that's what we're going to have for dinner. Hang out in that pavilion for a little bit. I love the uh, view of Spaceship Earth from that pavilion. It's gorgeous. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And it's good family, uh, just a good family vibe for dinner at that place. Right. Yeah, I agree. And you can actually get out of there without spending a, too terribly much. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's expensive. Everything at Walt Disney World is expensive. But if you order some of the things and split them um, in the the larger portions, you you will spend quite a bit less than maybe some of the other restaurants in World Showcase. Well, there you go. It's a food hack right there. Food hack. Or as as our buddy Lynn Testa, who I say our buddy, I, I don't even... I don't even know him personally, but <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know Len. He's not that great. <laughs> Whatever. I want to be his friend. Anyway, uh, he is all about ordering appetizers for meals everywhere they go. And I love that idea. And if I were brave enough, I would do that more often. But the entrees always catch my eye True. and I can't stay away from them. <laughs> <laughs> food. Give me the food. I know. Give me all the food. All right. So I'm finished with dinner. You are finished having treats and seeing impressions de France. Now, where are you headed? Yeah. So after after all the big shopping, we've got you know bags of junk we want to get rid of because the evening's coming. You know, we probably didn't carry around our sweatshirts and all that stuff. So since our hotel's a small walk away, we walked back to the hotel, drop off our bags, grab our nighttime clothes, and head back. And it's dinner time. Oh, uh, where are you gonna eat? So oh, we're. Well, we're gonna I eat, hope I hope it's where we're gonna eat at La Celia. 
Yeah, you and are. That is an absolute given. I will. I cannot go on a trip to Disney World without eating one dinner there. It's amazing. Uh, so many people are down on Le Cellier and have, you know, negative things to say about it. I still love it. Yes, it's expensive. It's ridiculous. But I'm, I still love it. It's so good. No, I agree. I mean, I don't mind spending the money. The food is delicious. The food is out of this world. I mean, gosh, we will order, you know, the soup, the cheddar cheese soup, pretzel bread, cheese platter, cream spinach, steak, desserts, you name it. We get it all. Beer, Canadian beer. Um... You know, the waitresses. Did you get the chocolate whiskey cake for dessert? Oh, yeah. The waitresses are always fun, you know, learning about where they come from. And, you know, just <laughs> I, my Canadian friends will always laugh because I love talking to them because I love, you know, Canadian accents. I have some weird thing where I just no, love. No, me too. I love it. You and I have a huge affinity for Canadian people. Yes. Like, <laughs> we love Canadians. So we, yeah, we stuff up real good there. It's uh, It's a nice... It's a nice dinner with the family. I mean, you know, my kids are old enough to where at this point, you know, they, they know how to sit still for the most part and not argue and, and can actually, uh, we can actually enjoy a meal together there, you know. So, yeah, let's sell yay all the way. All right. We finished dinner and I have, I, I did not order dessert at Vianopoli because I have another plan for that. We're going to head over to Caramel Kusha inside the Germany Pavilion and I'm going to get some warm caramel corn. Oh. And I'm going to get one of the big chocolate-filled, uh, caramel-filled cookies that are, they're giant. And they have a big, like, pocket of caramel inside them. I'm going to, yeah, that one's for the road. And the warm caramel corn, I got to eat that right then while it's warm. So is this cookie, like, as big as your head? I don't think I've seen one. It's not as big as your head. It's, like, as big as your palm. It's <laughs> a good size cookie. Um, it, it is a good size cookie. It's something that you could share. But I don't want to. And um, yeah, just try to share with me and see what happens. And um, <laughs> so you got to get the warm caramel corn that they're making fresh and with the with the good Werther's caramel. And then you got to grab the cookie to go so you can have that for breakfast the next day. That's, you know, number one Epcot hack. Always grab a treat so you can have it for breakfast the next day. That's a great idea. I never, <laughs> I always eat, just eat it all. I never. I know. It's so hard to like hold on to food. It's tough. It's tough because, well, a lot of the times I intend to have it for breakfast the next day. And then it starts staring at me at like 10 PM when I get back to the room. I'm like, that cookie's looking at me. It's still looking at me. I'm going to have to eat it. <laughs> I, well, I walk so much today. I need, I need the energy. <laughs> I know. I need sustenance now. I need all right. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where I'm going next. I'm I'm hitting I'm hitting the the caramel stand to tear all that stuff up. Oh, we're, we've had dinner and we're stuffed, man. So we're gonna go watch Martin Short. Oh yeah, you are. Heck yeah, we're gonna sit there and we're gonna let our stomachs digest and we're gonna watch more Canada, more yes. Canada. We're gonna take in Canada and when we're done with Martin Short, we're gonna go up and I don't remember the name of the shop and I, I can't quite find it uh, right away. But there's a shop up there where they have um, Canadian goods that you can buy like maple syrup and maple candy and uh, we like to walk through there because they have some fun things in there uh, especially the soaps the names of the soaps like bear drool or moose drool and things <laughs> like that oh it's hilarious and my kids they just they crack up so that that's a good good time going in there and then you know we grab some maple treats some something whether it's a a fudge bar or, a, you know, I don't care what it is. It, it's They're good. So we grab some of that just to have in our backpack to eat while we walk around. Nice. It's I, I think it's, is it the Northwest Mercantile? Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Yeah, it sounds about right. I love that shop too. And I love that whole area on the, basically the second level of the Canada Pavilion. So you have the, the lower level with, with all the water features and the gardens. And then, like you said, uh, when you walk up the steps from the totem poles, you've got the shop up there and you get to see the backs of some of the buildings. And then you can look down on the water features. It's so pretty back there and not a lot of people. So it's a great place to go and chill. Yeah. If you want some privacy. It's a good point. It is gorgeous back there. Um, I, I know I did a solo trip once because uh, I was out there for, for work. And I remember just grabbing a beer and just sitting down back there or just hanging out. It was so quiet and relaxing. Um, yeah, great spot. Great little hidden spot in World Showcase. I agree. I That spot and 
Jap- the whole Japan Pavilion toward the back are great spots to get away from crowds. If you ever just need a break from stimuli, I highly recommend those places. Um, okay, so I have tons of. I'm sugared up. I've got I've got pizza and I've got sugar all in my belly. And the next stop for me is Reflections of China, and we're we're getting late at night. We're we're probably going to hit the very last showing of Reflections of China. It's probably like eight fifteen or so, uh, and we're gonna hang out inside the temple there, walk around that pavilion for a little bit, and watch the show. Um, so yeah, that's where I am right now. And what are you gonna do after O Canada? Well, you know, it's nighttime. Our bellies are full. We've done most of the things at this point that the kids and us really want to do. So. Um, you know, we've got what we've got one final fast pass, which is Spaceship Earth. And so uh, before we head over there, though, we will walk back a little bit on ourselves to the United Kingdom and I will grab a black and tan uh, from the Rosen Crown. Uh, one of my one go. of my favorite beers, uh, black and tan. It's uh, what, an ale and uh, like a Guinness. Uh, which is really How nice. many drinks are we in here? Uh, is this like seven? No, it's like four. It's like four. <laughs> It's like four, and you know, some of these drinks my wife and I share. We don't, we don't, you know, do full on by okay. ourselves. You know, we're not. Hey, know. no judgment, no yeah. judgment. I was just curious how many we were. You know, we, we, I haven't we, been keeping a tally. <laughs> we, we make sure the kids have the keys to the hotel room in case we need help back. <laughs> They've got magic fans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, no, we're like four or five in, but you know, a lot of it's shared. So. Um, but, and that was over the, the course of the day. I, you're you're responsible. You're staying hydrated, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I've got like a pound of steak and a pound of pretzel bread in me right now, ready to soak up all this stuff. So I'm good. You're perfect. You're good to go. So yeah, so we'll grab a black and tan. Um, and then there's a, a little kiosk over there that was serving. That's usually served some like fruity cocktail rum drinks that my wife might grab. And then we we walk all the way up to Spaceship Earth, and we take our time. You know, we're not we don't we don't run or rush or anything. We take our time and. Just kind of take in the mood, you know, the sun's starting to set and the lights are starting to turn on and it's just a great, gorgeous atmosphere. So we just kind of saunter up there and uh, by the time we get up there, the drinks are done. We get in line for Spaceship Earth and, you know, we we, we ride it. We like that ride. Um, my kids think it's a little outdated. Um, I like it, I think, probably more nostalgia for nostalgia reasons. Um, uh, but, you know, it's it's one of the good ones. 100% agree. We, we're basically ending our nights the exact same way. Because I'm finishing out Reflections of China and then headed toward Future World. There you go. I love walking along World Showcase at night. But I especially love Future World because of the fiber optic pavers. They're so gorgeous. Looks like twinkly lights in the pavement in Future World. So we get to walk through there's a little alcove over toward the left that has it looks like different um planets it's like galactic looking fiber optics in that little alcove mm-hmm. i love all that in the evening and we have we have our final fast pass plus as well at spaceship earth and it is such a great spot to end the night it's a that's kind of a dad attraction too i mean yeah. The theme of Epcot is we've got a lot of data attractions here. And and Epcot, uh, they're doing more to add newer intellectual properties to attract younger guests, which I think is angering a lot of dads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they like it. To, they want it to be a dad park. Um, but I understand wanting to bring in a younger generation into the park to enjoy certain things. I just hope they don't lose the essence of the edutainment of Epcot. And I still, I love Spaceship Earth for that aspect. Yeah, I agree. And it's a total dad ride. Um, you know, I think it's one of those that my kids could take it or leave it. Um, yeah, my, my, I don't know. I just, I really like the ride. What I love too, though, is coming to Spaceship Earth in the evening because the lights start to come on, the sun's going down, you get the purple starting to shine on the ball. It's so gorgeous as you walk towards it. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful. It's a postcard. It's like you're walking into a postcard. And I can't tell you how many, and I say, you know, we saunter up there. It could take us a good half hour to get up there just because we stop and we take pictures from different angles and of different buildings as the lights come on and the sun's setting and you get a beautiful sunset in the background and, you know, 
you know, you have the building, the mission space building, you've got the test track building with the lights and the neons coming on. It's just, there's so much to see as you start walking back into future world in the evening that, um, you know, it's not all about always just getting on the attractions. It's, it's seeing that stuff as well. Oh, definitely. And, uh, you talk about the, the visuals in the evenings. Imagination Pavilion is gorgeous at dusk and in the evening with the upside down waterfall and the pretty oranges and reds at the water features. And it's a bummer that a lot of the future world attractions, specifically that building completely closes at like 7 PM. (laughs) Um, like, have you ever ridden Living with the Land at night? No. Always during the day. It's it's hard to do because it typically closes a couple of hours before the rest of the park. So it's usually closed by 7 p.m. But if you go, uh, if you ride that attraction in the winter months, mm-hmm. when it gets darker earlier, it's really cool to go into the greenhouses when it's dark out and they have the lights on inside there. It's really neat. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, I highly recommend that for anybody who's traveling between the months of like November to March or whenever, whenever the time changes again. Um, I, I love going on that attraction at like 6.30 p.m. So you can go into the greenhouses while it's dark. It's, it's just really neat. Um, but yeah, I agree. All of all of future world and seeing all of world showcase lit up in the evening. It's just gorgeous with the big torches lit. Yeah. Love it. It is. It's a gorgeous park. It's an absolutely gorgeous park at night. Well, I'm at spaceship earth. Where are you? Where's your last, what's that? Well, not your last, but how are you, uh, how are you touring now? Okay. So this is where my opinion is way different than most people in the world. (laughs) Most people would say, most people would say, Okay, now I have to go stake out my spot for Illuminations. Sure. And I'm not into it. I love the intro music. I love the musical score. I think it's gorgeous. I love the idea of it. But I'm not huge into fireworks unless there are a lot of other pyrotechnic elements and more story involved. It does have a great story, but I can't see the story. It's on the it's on the globe, it's in the middle of the lagoon, and I have a really hard time actually seeing the images on the globe. So I get frustrated and I just want to quit. <laughs> and like the whole middle section of it is a little bit too quiet for me and I have trouble, you know, seeing it, like physically seeing it. So I probably am just going to hang out in Future World for a little bit and then um, let Illumination start, look at the pyro that's in the sky, that's easily visible from the sky, and then I'll probably start heading out because we we probably drove there that day. Uh, We'll probably just head out toward our our cars at that moment. I know, we're lame, but that's just, it's just not for me. So uh, that's probably how I'll end my night. Well... We're, yeah, we're not, I, I mean, know. We're not. We're look. We're not big on on it as well. Like we're not big parade people or getting an early spot to watch a show. Um, however, with illuminations, you know, it's out in the middle of the lake. There are so many spots to watch it from. We typically will, you know, continue walking around. Maybe ride a ride. You know, maybe ride the Grand Fiesta tour again, or or even Frozen Ever After if the line seems short. And when Illumination starts, we typically, you can find a spot almost anywhere to watch it if you really want to watch it. You don't need to be, um, you know, right up against the, the water to, to see it. You can see it from afar. You can hear it from afar. You can see, you know, it, again, you don't need to like sort of set up an hour ahead of time. At least that's been my experience the last few times that we've watched it. Um, on the last trip, we didn't even watch it. We kind of we're walking around and it started and we kind of saw some of it and watched a little bit of it and then kind of did some more stuff. And when we were coming out of a building, it was near the end. We watched the fireworks and that was that. So I don't think you're weird in any way with not <laughs> see it. So, yeah. I think if I were a local and I loved illuminations, I, I probably wouldn't spend a lot of time in future world. Anyway, if I were a local, I'd sure. probably spend a lot more time in world showcase. If I, if I lived close to the park and if I loved illuminations, I might actually stake out a spot uh, an hour or so in advance because you know, what else do I have to do? Uh, so I would probably just go get some treats and eat my treat in my spot 
sure. and uh, just chill out there and wait for the show. And if I were like your family who is staying in Beach Club, I wouldn't I wouldn't be concerned about getting out of the park to beat any sort of crowd at that point either because I know I can just walk back to my room. So I probably would look for a spot kind of close to the back of the lagoon there towards the the France Pavilion or even the UK area and then or or even the bridge at France is a really great spot. And and then yeah, why why not? Just chill out, watch what see what you can see and then you can just walk back to your room. That's so convenient. Um the, one of the main reasons I tend to get out of the park is to sort of beat the horrible wretch sure. <laughs> that I'm not a fan of. Uh, I don't like fighting for a bus. I don't like fighting for a monorail. So we tend to get out of there unless it's a, something, a show that's like a once in a lifetime situation. Like I want to see this. Got to, got to do this. Then yeah, I'll stick around. Fair enough. Yeah. For us, we, <laughs> we, we pretty much leave around the same time. We will, you know, either watch illuminations or start walking back. If we say, oh, there's not much else we want to do during it's while it's playing. And, you know, we'll walk back around towards Canada and the UK and the International Gateway and head back to our hotel. And that's that's the night. Perfect. Yeah. Ah, uh, what a great day at Epcot we had. It is. Oh, I love Epcot. It's one of my more favorite parks. You know, I'm excited for all the new stuff coming because I think right now there are it's it is, you know, it, it is a little dated and there's some things that I don't really care to do anymore. So I'm excited to see the new things coming. And, you know, as you stated earlier, you know, some of the new things that are coming will be uh, more young child to young adult centric as opposed to what a lot of sh- world showcases is walking around looking through shops having drinks and you know eating treats there's not a whole lot for kids to do right um, at least from my experience right. and so um, you know them adding that I think is I think it's a good move I really do yeah I agree 100% that um, with the addition of some of the new attractions and some of the more popular intellectual properties I think it's going to bring uh, some younger guests to Epcot, which will be exciting, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I think it'll give families uh, a better opportunity to enjoy more of Epcot uh, than they currently can. So my night is over. I am now in bed with a full stomach, a slight buzz, and ready to crash. (laughs) I am exhausted from my day. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at stbarrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.